Welcome to the Potion Podcast, your raw look at the hospitality industry, brought to you by SHC. What has happened, Post Shifters? Welcome back to another episode of the Post Shift Podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Sean Sewell. Um, today is actually another interview from uh, the Capitol here in Victoria, BC, chatting to me about why I decided to start podcasting. Funny thing is, is I actually don't really remember why I started podcasting. So this was a really fun little interview that we did um, chatting about that. So I hope you enjoy this. Thanks as always for the support. Chat to you all soon. Bye. Time for the Capital Daily Podcast weekly segment highlighting local podcasts and content creators in and around Victoria, Vancouver Island and BC. With several unique podcasts and online content operating around the region, the medium continues to grow and is allowing many local island residents and residents in the province to not only create unique local content, but also showcase their unique talents on a diverse variety of subjects for the entire world to enjoy. This week, our spotlight is on Sean Sewell, a hospitality consultant who runs two podcasts, The Post Shift Podcast and BC Spirits. Welcome to The Post Shift Podcast, your raw look at the hospitality industry, brought to you by SHC. Sean has been involved in the hospitality industry for decades, and through his podcast, delves into a variety of advice and experience, and covers topics ranging from the front of house service, through to back end operations, and everything else in between. And to find out more about his podcast and his deep passion for the hospitality industry, Sean joins me now to chat more about it. Sean, thanks so much for joining us on the show today, mate. Thank you very much for having me. Now, you've been involved in hospitality for quite some time, Sean. What led you into turning your hand and going behind a microphone and hosting a couple of podcasts about this? I've been doing hospitality for about 22 years now this year, and I'm still pretty active in the industry. I'm back at Clive's, running Clive's Classic Lounge again after seven years since been back since that. Um, to be honest, I'm not really sure what sort of kicked off this this podcast fascination. Um, I think it was more that I, w- I was reading a lot more and listening to a lot more podcasts myself, and I found that there wasn't a lot of podcasts out there that was talking to the industry, the way they want to be talked to. So it was either super, super high elevated that would only gear towards like middle-aged like ownership or there wasn't really anything for like new bartenders and people who may be just looking for a little bit of um, guidance in the industry when they're starting out. So I sort of kicked it off and really I just did it for myself. And so it was one of those things is like trying to find a happy medium and just give my piece of advice on how to deal with the industry we're in. You host two podcasts, as I mentioned, the Post Shift Podcast and BC Spirits. Tell us a little bit about these podcasts and what each of them are about. So Post Shift Podcast is definitely just strictly about the hospitality industry. Um, and as I start doing more projects and new companies and partnerships, I sort of start folding that stuff into it as well. Um, my Tuesday episode for post shift is like my little advice rant of the week. Um, and then Friday, every Friday, I try and have a big interview this week. I've got like the guys from dead rabbit in New York. I had Angus Winchester a little while ago. So if you're in the industry, these are like stalwarts of the industry. Um, BC spirits sort of came about as that, that sort of kept becoming this evolving passion project for me started as craft spirits and sort of trying to showcase the distilleries in the province. Um, and then I was like, well, let's start talking to the distillers and find out like why you'd be crazy enough to start a distillery. I think hospitality, there's always this random story behind why people are eccentric and weird enough to start restaurants and bars and distilleries and wineries and stuff like that. So I like to try and get to the bottom of the story behind, because I think 
in the modern day with social media, there's a sort of glossy veneer on the hospitality industry. So I try and like scrub that glossy veneer back to being super raw. And how did you find getting off the ground to where you are now? Was it a slow burn? Did it take off overnight? How has that been since you started this a little over a year ago? Um, for, for me, it's a sort of a personal, like uh, a personal attachment. So I, I actually don't look at the, the viewerships and stuff too much. Um, I just try and put out as best content as I can, because I feel like quality is subjective. And so, um, and the market changes, but it's been really good. I've had during COVID, I was doing an episode Monday to Friday, every day, Monday to Friday. Wow. I'm talking to BCRFA and Able BC and gain as much information in the ears of operators and bartenders as possible. Um, couple of, like two, last year I did Toronto cocktail conference. So I was the official podcaster for that. So I did 13 interviews in a space of two days wow. in Toronto. Um, so it, it's been an interesting sort of flow back at Tales of the Cocktail in New Orleans this year it got top 10 best new podcasts as well. So the top four gets announced. So, so we'll see if I'm in the top four, but um, it's always been interesting. Like there'll be weeks where it'll be like quiet and then all of a sudden it'll spike hard. And I'm like, but, but what, what was that? And it'll be back, back catalog stuff. And I'm like, there's into people listening. Um, so I just keep putting out the same sort of content as best I can. That passion. I can clearly see is there for this, Sean. I mean, that obviously keeps driving you with it in, in going through those daily episodes. I, I, of course, know what it's like to post out content there so frequently, but when that passion is there, it just feels so great to be able to do, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and I, th- I think I think that sort of sh- shines through is that I'm regardless of how high up in the, the industry I get, I still fanboy out pretty hard when it comes to like, talking to Angus Winchester and the boys from dead rabbit, even though they're good friends and we hang out and drink, I still fanboy out. Cause I'm still just an Australian kid <laughs> who lives in Victoria, BC. Um, doesn't really matter what I've accomplished myself personally. Like these guys are like peers and mentors that I look up to. So I still fanboy out pretty hard when I still chat to these people. Is there anybody out there you would love to get on that you are either maybe trying to get on or haven't yet? Uh, who is the dream guest that perhaps you haven't had on the show just yet? Of course, like I doubt, like the, the hard thing right now with COVID is that I've got a list of people that I want to talk to face to face and interview face to face. So I don't want to sort of gussy it up with like a Zoom call. Like I, I really want to speak to like Dale DeGroff, Audrey Saunders. Um, one of my biggest regrets is not reaching out to Gary Reagan before he passed away um, this year um and and interview him he was a very close friend and he passed away later this year from complications and so um that was a big regret that i didn't do but yeah there's this sort of list that i'm sort of trying to keep separate for a face-to-face at a conference sort of interview and then they're slowly creeping into like zoom call interviews because i know this isn't going away anytime soon (laughs) Yeah, every day is different, isn't it? I mean, you think it's over, then all of a sudden something else happens, and here we are. Uh, in terms of the industry, locally in Victoria, what sort of feedback are you getting from other hospitality people out there? Are they enjoying the shows? Do they give you suggestions? Is it something that people are glad you've been doing out there for the industry in the city? It's always interesting because I, I, I don't... like. Again, it comes down to me doing it for my own personal gratification, I suppose. And so when I get a, a random message, I got a, a message from a business owner the other day saying, thank you so much for your videos and your 
and your podcast and stuff, it's really helped me along with a few things. And we ended up catching up and chatting about his business and stuff like that and giving him a bit more, a bit of business mentorship. Um, so it's always, it always sort of shocks me. It's the same with like my cocktail books and stuff. When people come and ask me to sign a cocktail book, I find it really weird and sort of an out of body experience. Cause you, yes, I've put out cocktail books. Yes. I'm writing more. Yes. I do a podcast. So when people connect it to me personally, it, it actually feels kind of, kind of weird you're really helping living up to this great stereotype us australians have of drinking a lot i mean you're writing books about drinking you got a podcast about drinking i'm really appreciating you coming over to canada and going hey yeah australians we drink a lot it's great yeah well i think it also dispels the myth that all australians go to whistler and are lazy yeah so- <laughs> very true <laughs> i try and i try and dispel that myth as much as possible but it must be fun though being able to create a book on cocktails uh, are you constantly experimenting with them and discovering cocktails all the time and just trying to always find the next cocktail yeah, the, the, again, the thing is, is like the, the podcast is for the people who listen to it. And I think the my last book, Great Northern Cocktails, which was showcasing like 125, 130 bartenders from across Canada, um, it only had three recipes for me and my publisher had to like rip those out of me because I didn't want to actually do any recipes in the book. So for me, it's about showcasing an industry that I'm very, very passionate and in love with. And so if I can elevate anybody using the platform that I've sort of created for myself. It's more, that's way more important than my own personal leg elevation. So it's more always out and out and out as much as possible. So the, I did 125 bartenders in the last book. I'm starting to write that update now and looks like it's going to be another 75 bartenders in the next volume. Um, and my third and fourth book are coming out in a couple of months between each other next year. So, um, it's just about showcasing the things that I love, not necessarily myself. Keeping very busy too. I, I like that. What was it that initially drew you into hospitality, Sean? How did you get involved in this industry that, again, clearly you're very passionate about? It's it's kind of weird. I'm actually a trade certified landscaper. Wow. Um, I got my ticket for that when I was 15 years old with my family business. And so I, um, I was landscaping and I left home um, and so I, le- I left home and left the family business and moved to Brisbane and uh, got a job as an assistant handyman, like a junior handyman position at a hotel. And I was cleaning the windows one day and they were short staffed in the, the banquets department. They're like, do you have black and whites? I'm like, yeah, They're like go get them, come back and, and work a shift. And I worked one wedding behind the bar, not doing anything special, like highballs, cracking beers. <laughs> um, I remember the first time someone asked me for a martini and I literally just like tapped the other bartenders like you got this and left. Cause I was just <laughs> like petrified at it. But then that sort of that sort of mentality was something completely new and different to me. And I was only like 17, 18 years old. So it sort of hooked me then was this hospitality people are givers. So like this sort of me, my role is to make your night as best as possible. And so it's a huge amount of pressure, but it's also like this very, um, this very uh, gratifying situation at the end of the night when you know that every single person has left happy and you've made some great drinks. And so I just started steamrolling from there. And then 21, I won a state title for a cocktail competition. And then I moved over here when I was 20, 25, 26. And um, there was no cocktail culture in Victoria at the time. So I dived into wine and yeah, it's just, I've always just been in love with, the industry and I, it's sort of undefinable, I suppose, why, but 
I don't think I see myself doing anything else that I, I've been doing it longer than I've been a lot, like that I haven't been. So now I just fall in love with it. Fantastic. I, I really do love hearing that passion about any subject when people are that passionate about it. Where can people listen to your show, Sean? I mean, direct our listeners as to where they can listen to both your shows. Um, I upload onto Anchor, so it goes everywhere after that. Spotify, Apple, um, Stitcher. I think I'm on 15 different platforms. So if there's a podcast platform out there that I'm not on, I'm very, very surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be. But, uh, yeah, there's a, it's pretty much on any podcast um, platform that uh, – that you can get on your phone. Well, I'll definitely be checking them out. It's always great to not only learn about another podcast, but another Aussie here in Victoria, of course, too. You're the second Aussie I've actually interviewed now on the show, Sean. So I think we're slowly taking over this city. I mean, our plan is coming through. I I shouldn't be mentioning that on air. It's a trade secret (laughs) of Australians. But, hey, look, it's, it's working, isn't it? Second Aussie. Wow. I don't usually hang out with Australians, so it's it's odd for me to know there's any other Australians in Victoria. <laughs> you, you'll find one every now and then. Uh, Sean, pleasure, mate, having you here on the Capital Daily Podcast today. Best of luck with it. And I'm sure we will cross paths again at some point. We'll just have to fake our accents so we don't give each other a hint of our Australian heritage. Thanks a lot, Ben. Thanks for listening, Pose Shifters. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. I really enjoy sitting down with friends and peers and uh, just chatting about the industry and getting down to the nuts and bolts of what's really going on out there. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe, comment, everything on all the platforms. Just hit it up and I'll do my best to answer any queries or questions you have. I'll see you next week, guys. Bye.